Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. Your number one stop for stellar reviews of volumes, arcs or stories that us or yourselves choose. You can find us live every Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook and Twitch and the replay on all podcast networks. Take a seat, get yourselves and your opinions ready as it's time to join the herd. But first, please put your hands together for your hosts, Shane, Phil and Scott as they kick off this week's discussion. Ahoy hoy, everybody. Welcome to the Nerd Herd. Um, I'm joined as always by these two. This one's Phil. Phil, say hello. Hola. This one's Scott. Say hello. Hello, Shamai. How you doing? Um, and we are reading today my pick uh, for Wave 2, Volume 2 of the Nerd Herd. We are reading Kaiju Score from uh, Aftershock Comics from 2020 to 2021 four issues written by J- james patrick and art by rem bro um before we get into it i do just want to say a big happy birthday to scott who had a birthday recently we didn't wish uh-huh. you shouldn't have. sorry about that scott happy birthday okay. yeah, no problem thank you so much i had a great day good i'm glad so we're going to get into this book because this was my pick and i'm gunning for phil's top spot <laughs> Not with us, you're not. Before we do get into this, though, I do just want to say hello to everyone who has joined. We've got Firehawk in the chat. Says hello. We have everyone's favorite fuzzy tennis ball. It's Fuzzy Dunlop. He says evening all. Actually reading Kaiju score just now, so we'll catch the replay. Have a great show. He did say he had trouble finding issue two, so hopefully he gets oh, okay. it in time and he can watch us tomorrow. Perfect. We've got Liam in the Funky Gibbons. Heidi Ho. Hey, Liam. Blue Sonic every week. Hi, Blue Sonic. Thank you for it's joining. Five for five. He's doing well. He really is. He's yeah. doing better than some of us. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even here the entire time. <laughs> We've got Chris from Off My Shelves Evening All and Tom from This Month in Movies. Uh, but I must say, how corny is Scott's voice in that intro? Yes. It's, it's not perfect. my voice. It's not my voice. <laughs> it's, we, we hired about. a professional voice actor yeah, for that. A professional voice actor. <laughs> and he also says happy birthday to Scott. So Thank that's you very much. Nice. Thank you. So birthday wishes out the way. Intros out the way. Let's see. What do we think of this book? I'm really eager. Because What's I the think book this, about, I read the first. Oh, we do, need, we do need a synopsis, don't we? So this book is about Marco. Marco is a, um, a heist specialist. He comes up with ideas for heists and robberies they tend to go a little bit wrong because he doesn't figure out the minor details of each plan this one is no different he gets together a ragtag group um a safe cracker um an accessories tool specialist and he heads out for the heist of the century it's not just an art heist he is gonna hide he's gonna do this heist during a kaiju attack on the city so, so his idea is, while everyone's distracted by the kaiju, they will swoop in to this art museum, get into the vault, get the art and get out, and no one will even know what happened. And of course, nothing goes to plan from getting the money for the heist to actually getting the correct people for the heist and actually getting someone on his team that has nefarious intentions, shall we say? Yeah, you can say that. I am just going to take my green screen off. I think it's causing a bit of an issue. Okay. Again. So, yeah, that's Kaiju score. It's only four issues. It's a nice, easy read. Mm-hmm. Sit down for coffee in an hour. Phil? Oh, yeah, you've got the trade. I've got the singles. Phil, have you yeah. got the trade or the singles? I have the trade. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so whenever you picked this, Shane, a few weeks back, I had a quick look at the art online, thought it looks pretty cool. I'm going to buy the trade. It was quite cheap on Amazon. So I grabbed it, and uh, I'll have to admit, cover to cover, it was it was fine, 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 fine. Whoa, no, that's yeah, a fine. little bit. That's Whoa, hard. No. Well, okay. So whenever I read what the book was about, it's a haste that you got, you know, Godzilla. You know, I thought this is going to be so cool. So I was expecting, and ironically, your name does say Ocean's Eleven. I was expecting <laughs> Ocean's Eleven with Godzilla. What we got 
was um, Paul Blart Mall Cop with some <laughs> random kaijus. Like, it was just quite dumb. Like, but like dumb. Like the the the. the I found it hard to find the tone of the book. If you know what I mean, I don't think it was an overly serious book. That yeah, it was no, a I, bit I, kind I, of like a I bit too silly for me. Yeah, it I'm can't totally be too agree. serious. It's about giant monsters and a art robbery. You know that. That's the that... way I thought. Oh, I thought Ocean's Eleven. I thought Brad Pitt, George Clooney with Godzilla. That's yeah, what but, I expected. Yeah, but this kind of like, Ocean's, thing. Ocean's Eleven is about all of these like professional people. They really know what they're doing. But by the sounds of this, like no one in this team had a successful yeah. heist. You know, you, you could say yes for the safe cracker, but then the safe cracker wasn't really the safe cracker. Oh. You know, so and then you had like the, the unlucky charm, didn't you? He messed yeah. up his last three heists. So, so like, and 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 you learn that pretty early on that everyone is deeply flawed, and then that instantly sets the tone for the whole story. And then you've just got a very cool sprinkling of kaiju's here and there, which I thought I thought was a great addition. Phil, I think you read it wrong. I think <laughs> if I'm being honest, I, I do think maybe I have read it wrong. I did enjoy it, like. I'm not lying, like four issues, nice, quick, easy, cover to cover. I enjoyed it and it was fun. But that's like kind of where it ends. Like even the artwork, like I've seen this kind of artwork before, but it's not like that it's inconsistent. But there's some pages that are horrible and some pages look nice, some pages look horrible, some pages look nice. Like how many knuckles do people have to have in their hand? <laughs> the way they're drawn, they draw like right why angled you, knuckles and stuff. Why is that even a thing to notice? I mean, it's. <laughs> Who cares? It's just a knuckle, man. I just I just picked it up, and all the their arms are awkward and oblong, and their legs are all weird, and that's it's fine for some some stories. I just I don't I don't think I like that the whole way through. There were some pieces were quite nice, but just it wasn't great the whole way through. And it's not like it was he was poor and consistent. He was just it just did look nice at, at times. But sticking with the tone, where, where I was going, and it kind of fit. This is where I, this is where it fits in for me. So we are all fans of Brooklyn Nine Nine, okay? Nine Nine, yeah. yeah. So Marco is Jake Peralta, right? He's a, bit, he's, yeah. he's a bit silly, a bit goofy, a bit daft. Does a few little and this things. This is the Halloween heist, and yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And then he finds his way towards the end and wins the day and solves solves a case, but by sheer luck. Like there was nothing, like no skill involved, really, in, in this. I, I don't think that's fair. I will, I will have to. I'll come back to that in just a sec. I do just want to say hello. Connie's in the chat. She says bonjour, and she also does agree with your. Oh, Scott's mum's in the chat. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I. They jumped on me. Connie also agrees that the art is fine. I think maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe people Which have the, obviously people have different tastes. Bit. I think I think fine is a little bit unfair for this. Triple G's in. He says evening all. Working late tonight, so we'll catch up on the rewind. Have a great show. Thank you, Peter. Okay. Appreciate that. Um, I think saying it's um, luck, and I think that's not quite fair for Marco because he does come up with like he's shit sharp. He comes up with ideas really quickly, like to get the safe out when he grabs the tension wire and puts it across the building so that when the kaiju walks past she drags it out that's not luck because he even has to go out and guide her in the right direction so i don't think that's fair but again well the, the luck aspect of that would would have been he spoke to a kaiju hoping that it would go oh okay i'll go that way i mean like Again, that's I something think... Jake Peralta would do, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. I think it was more like he was just in her way, and rather than just step on him, she just doesn't. Like they said at the beginning, they don't care about humans. They'll just, if you don't mess mm. with them, they don't mess with you. Yeah. So I took that like he's uh, well, she really cares, so she just goes the other way. I think it was a really smart plan to connect the wire across the building, have the kaiju walk yeah. past. That 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 was quite clever, and I, I did like that part as well as whenever he realised that Gina wasn't Gina. You know the, yeah. that little detail, yeah. like listen, I've seen him play with your hair. You've got whatever. What I don't I don't know definition of her, whatever. Yeah, different colour. Don't match the drapes, basically, yep. is what he said. <laughs> so basically, what he, he said. He knew straight away that that's not the real Gina. I I quite liked that he was on the ball that way, but also I have another grape as well. It's like when did he turn into Tom Cruise? Because or like there was some point 
like uh, I think one of the tension ropes that did a break or something. But uh, he jumped in a flight of stairs, jumped over the kaiju's tail in like a roundabout way to tie the rope on again. It's like, like where'd this come from? Oh no, I think you're mixing up two scenes there. He he does jump down the stairs. That's Jude's mm. wrong way. He goes down, jumps on the um, ATV and blocks her path. When he ties it around the tail, that's at the end. At the very he ties end, it yes. around. Yeah, he ties it around her tail when she's going back into the water, so they can get away with the art. That's when he just, he just became action man for, for a couple <laughs> scenes. It's just like I have to say, I really liked Marco in this. I liked the overconfidence that would like he kept getting knocked down, but he just kept building himself back up. I thought that was a great character. I really like Gina. I know she wasn't really Gina, but she uh, her mouth, like her potty mouth, was fantastic. The attitude was just perfect for me i really enjoyed that and the guy they send what's his name um pearson, pearson. yeah the guard dog like he, i really liked him as this arrogant horrible person you know he's going to betray them at some point you're just waiting for it and he does it in such a great way like when he goes and kills the guards yeah. and he blames it on the other guy <laughs> and he says like he just burst in and went time to van go and just started shooting everything. <laughs> he he was my favorite character uh, Pearson. Well, Pearson. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't yeah. wait for him to die. No, I, I he just wound me up. He'd done my head in. Definitely did. Um, so I was very yeah. pleased. Like he, he, like you could tell it needed to happen. He was just he just wouldn't let up, and he was just this constant dick all the time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, just, it was just like this nagging thing in in the corner of everyone's head all the time. I just didn't like him. It made sense though when he told you what like he knew he was going to yeah. die. Yeah, you know, yeah. if if Blackie figured out if, like, if Blackie didn't get his money or um or the thing went wrong, he was going to get blamed as well because he was on the mission. So mm -hmm. you could see why he was like it. I'm not forgiving his attitude, but he did have a reason for it. He wasn't just bog standard bad guy, you know, one level. He did yeah. have layers. Um, Liam says concept was great execution was good enjoyed the story but the art was very hit and miss so i guess that's that's a theme with quite a few people phil felt it and Connie felt it as well so i guess the art isn't for everyone and i can understand um for me faces are very important and when the characters were smaller like if when you saw the full body of them the faces weren't great but when you got a close-up of the face mm -hmm. they were stunning for me personally yeah. like i think all of the character designs were quite uh, like lanky. That's the only way I can think of to describe it. They're all quite long and dangly. You know what I mean? Like just a bit ragdoll type thing. Um, but like overall, like the art, like it wasn't badly drawn. If if you if you know what I mean, like, in terms of like you know we had clean lines, we could tell what everything was. The colors were lush. I loved some of the colors, especially like there was always like it always looked like there was a sunset happening. No matter what time of thing day there was, it was always a, some sort of sunset going on. Um, and then you know the stuff when you know whenever uh, Marco talked about the plan and the style, the, the way the the kind of art style changed. I, I got it. I got one of the pages up here. Just kind of goes to that kind of orangey, yeah. like light muted colors, and I just absolutely I really like that. that. It starts every issue started like that as well with like a complete yeah, yeah. tonal shift in the art and it was really, yeah. really good. Yeah, well, well, I just I love that, that overly cartoony like that. sort of like yeah. he had drawn that and was showing it to the group. You know, this is what's yeah. gonna happen. Um, I really like Connie said, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to say Connie has said um this just isn't a story that I think I'll remember in a couple of weeks. It was fine, enjoyable for what it was, but definitely wasn't a top-tier story. Oh, see, I have to disagree. I, I think this is going to stay with me for a while. I re I'm going to like keep looking out for a volume two or if it comes back. Yeah, I think Connie and I are on the same page on this one. Like Again, it was fine. I think you've you hacked just... Connie's account and you're there just <laughs> commenting in the chat. I, I can barely use Instagram. Then. Let them hack people's accounts. <laughs> Like, like I, I don't, I don't see it. Like I didn't, I didn't have a problem with the art, with the coloring, with anything like that. The only issue I did have, art-wise, is some of the panels with the the first kaiju. Um, some of it didn't 
look great. You know, when when it was like you know a wide shot and you saw the whole thing of a, um, it looked great. But then when he was all close up and he just had like the eye and a bit of a yeah. tusk or a mouth, it just it just looked a bit. It, uh, it was one of the things I had noted down as well. Like if you, if this was any other book and you're getting the first the first kind of splash page off like the like the monster, you expect a lot of detail. Yeah, uh, just to kind of showcase what they can do. Here's what they can do, and draw all sorts of, you know, scales or something. But it just seemed like Scott was saying at times it looked like a blob with an eye and a horn or a tusk or whatever it was, and that's about it. And I thought they could have done a bit more detail. Like, I I can get the tone they're going for. They're not going for super serious and super detailed, but I just think a little bit more detail would be would be nice for the for the monsters. I can, I can, I'll give you that. That one I'll give you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can have that one, Phil. All right. You get one. Everyone yeah. gets one. Uh, we have uh, the comic book reports in. Man, I just cannot be punctual. No, <laughs> I don't think he's ever been on time. <laughs> it's fine. You're here now. That's all that matters. All yes. that matters. Welcome. So, um, to, we've we've discussed the art, but I think we should probably show our pages and discuss why we pick them. I think this one was hard. Um, for a couple of us because the art's nice through nothing really jumped out at you yeah, as a standalone page or a splash panel or anything like over the top um i will go with we'll do phil's first shall we we'll go clockwise phil here's your page why did you pick it um again there was nothing overly stand out this one actually had a little bit of detail on the kaiju um in terms of the wrinkles in the skin you've got this kind of like what you, i don't want to call them thorns whatever they are like on their on those on, on its hand like kind of horns or whatever but claws? um yeah yeah they're not quite <laughs> claws like those like the same color as the skin so they're not quite claws yeah but the reason why i picked it is um just for the top panel and like so is like the second part of the middle panel like <laughs> his i guess is his death like it's that's great that's hilarious and the fact that the shoe falls off and stuff and like yeah. you know um splattered against the wall okay, it was it was hilarious um he was my favorite character i knew he was going to die and i was happy for him to die but i just i, I quite enjoyed the way he did die and it's weird because like the state in the way the kind of horn goes through him as a wee bit it, it, it could be anywhere else in the body like even like through the belly or something but just a wee bit higher up it was I thought it was quite strange yeah and then like the shoe flying off and uh, was his necklace or whatever that is flying off as well that was pretty cool it kind of shows that kind of I, momentum and force that yeah hit him yeah and then he's just left this big gaping hole in the wall with his guts and blood all around it it was and even like uh marco's face he's like ooh, like that's not that's not <laughs> yeah. how you would react if that was to happen no he was just but I've I've never seen a face like that drawn in a comic like that like you know like and it's I think it's just yeah like I just I, I just great yeah I, I don't know I, I think sometimes maybe they're it's like they're trying to over like over embellish is the right word like over like emphasize certain parts of the face that's why you see like thick lines for the for the jaw if you know what I mean like if you look it's not shaded it's like a thick line for his jaw. It's the same thing for like their hands and their feet. They had like just like thick lines throughout their body parts, which I find quite odd. And the artist is clearly fond of right angles, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like everything's right angled. Even even her boobs, like, like her boobs is basically ninety degrees. Do you know what I mean? It's just <laughs> everything's a right angle. I really like the kaiju at the bottom as well, like ripping the throat out of the yeah. other one. That was cool. Yeah, it's cool. And did you figure out like when he, when Marco says like I didn't know why she had so much fight in her, and I'd find out later. I think we all knew why she had that much fight in her, didn't we? You figured it out. Uh, just, no. uh, just, just let the people in the chat who didn't read the book know. Yeah, well, my page will show. Well, I'll show my page then. We'll go counterclockwise. Oh, right. My page is because she had a. Baby. Oh, you mean the kaiju? The kaiju, yeah. Why the kaiju? Yeah, so hard. I picked this page. It has no words on it, but I picked this page because I love the mother and baby, the way they're lying yeah. there with the baby yeah. like laying on its back with its arm up, its leg over his mum's head. I thought that was so adorable. I and didn't it just even notice that. Him again. What? Did you read this in the dark? <laughs> I think, yeah, this, is like the, this is like the last page or on the last page. I think I was looking, yeah. forward, looking forward to ending. Oh, right. I, oh my God. <laughs> 
really like not has it got the cute adorable baby kaiju but it's also it also goes full circle because you see she opens her eye and she looks at him and he just waves at her and he takes a safe and he leaves i thought it was really nice but the art is great yeah. like it's very monotone because they're underwater but i thought it's done really really well yeah i agree that was that was my page but scott yours yours was going to be my pick yours was going to be my pick <laughs> yeah, go on. Here's Scott's page. So this is the start, the first page of issue three, uh, and it's uh, it's just so cool. It's basically like blueprints, you know, and just like uh, how do you call it? Just like a, a sketched uh, thing of each of the kaiju's, the two kaiju's that we see in in the story, and you know, it, it kind of shows parts of their anatomy, so it shows like their skull. And like how how that's you know how the bones in there are arranged and the and 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 the tails and how um you know how how again that works and just it's just really cool seeing that kind of detail in in the anatomy of both of these kaiju's and you know they've thought about it and um you know in general like you don't see this stuff very much but when I do see it I do like this kind of stuff and I'm a bit of a sucker for it so it was really cool. Just, just these two little bits, just showing you more detail about each of the kaiju's and the things they're capable of and how. See, this, this is very. Uh, this page is really cool, and I like the way they've done it. Mm. But I think the fact that you've picked this page, whenever there's, it's not the majority of the art style. No, look, I will like, I will be honest with you, like, like Shane said earlier, nothing like there was no one amazing page like stuff we've seen before like you know there weren't any like massively amazing splash pages or double pages um or like very cool panels but um because you know when our process when we read these read these these books we we're reading it with in mind oh you know i need to look for a page and then you see when you go okay that's that's my page for now will i find a better one but for me i just read the whole thing Nothing really jumped out at me. Nothing made me go, whoa, or like, wow. But, you know, like, but this page for me was just, I just like that kind of detail. Just the fact that they gave extra detail. They didn't have to show us the insides of these kaijus this way yeah. and how it works. It's, but it's, it's, it's like nice. straight out of a biology book, isn't it? It's great. Yeah, great, man. And I love the I love the text, though, because they're talking like if they were on a dating app, how they would describe themselves. <laughs> yeah, it's like always... their Tinder bio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marco's yeah. just so fun. Um, but yeah, I I myself had to go back. I read I read it, and then I went back to find a page. And I don't yeah. really do that. I do what Scott does. I, I pick a page, and then if I find a better one, that'll be my page. Um, so Connie has a favorite page. Can we just see what Connie's page is? Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite page is actually a bit where Marco is sitting on the beach alone after the heist is done. And it shows just how far from reality his vision was. Yeah, yeah. he's on the that beach was... alone. Then he goes yeah. gambling, doesn't he? And he's not happy. He does, and then he's he does the same things, but he's just a bit, hmm, a bit sunken about it, you know, a bit unsatisfied. Yeah, that's how yeah. I feel about this book. I feel like this is your <laughs> word of the day, mate. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I just want to cheat a little bit, Shane, if, if you will allow me to kind of show just one lower panel for the viewers at home, because when I mentioned right angles, okay, right, how many right angles does he need on his chin? <laughs> Oh God! Oh gosh, like, yeah. Like, is, he is he turning into a kaiju there? So explain, <laughs> explain for the podcast what this is, Phil. So this is a, a page towards the end after the heist is done, and I've obviously referred to it right angles. There's a page of him looking a bit kind of, you know, sorrow or misunderstand whatever. But his chin has about a dozen crooked lines, like it's. <laughs> See, I didn't notice this when I've read it through, but now I'm looking at it again. I kind of feel sick. Yeah, like I thought... it makes me feel gross looking at it. Like <laughs> every, every other only... page is fine. Every other that's, page that's, is that's fine. what I mean. Every other page is perfectly normal. Well, normal quotation marks. But like this last, it's literally the last, very, very last page, and he has, uh, I, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. Like I don't really know how to describe, apart from the fact I think that it's meant has, to like... be. I think it's meant to be stubble, but they've just they've they've drawn the line too thick, so it looks like his jawline rather than just his stubble. It's got to be because he he doesn't have a pointy chin throughout. It's not even just a pointy chin; it's like <laughs> a, a multiple pointed chin. That's just so odd. And it's just there's little details like that. I couldn't I couldn't really like let go. If you know what I mean? Yeah, it's under yeah. it's understandable. If if they add up. <clears throat> 
if all the little things add up and and culminate in a massively pointed chin like that on the final page. <laughs> Chris from Off My Shelf says, I wouldn't have taken a selfie with that kaiju. Pick one with a less laughable look and better arms. Um, Ahoy hoy podcast listeners. Shane here. I just wanted to separate you from the herd for a second to let you know that you can now email the show at theweeklynerdherd at gmail.com. If you want to share your thoughts on this or any of the books we've read so far, or if you'd like to suggest a book for us to read on our viewers pick, all you have to do is email us at theweeklynerdherd at gmail.com. Now, back to the herd. I think the monster designs were quite good in this. Um, I know they weren't like overly detailed, but you, you could tell them both apart when they were fighting. Mm, sorry. There was no like, when they were together, there was no clump of mm. colour, like no clash or anything. You could no. tell the female from the male they had completely different tails and faces and head shapes so i think you only see what do you see three in the entire book three kaiju um you three. see the yeah you see the woman the girl twice you see her at the beginning and yeah. then again at the end is, is there not a third we see somewhere along the lines Oof, uh, no might be mistaken. maybe you only two. see two then it'd be a big um, third Albert Langford is in the chat. He says, hello, hey, everyone. Thanks, Thanks for joining. For joining. Uh, Connie didn't notice the baby at the end either. How do you not notice the massive baby line? No one, yeah. no one paid attention to this book. <laughs> Scott, you and I are the only ones that read this book and actually just, paid attention. Just us, mate. Just us. Um, <laughs> can, I talk, can I talk about the story? Yes, let's talk yeah. about the story, shall we? So yes. one thing that really stood out for me with this book is how much I enjoy the dialogue. I mean, it was, for me, it felt very realistic. It didn't feel put on, you know, it didn't feel like a superhero book talking all nobly and just, you know, it was just four or five characters that were just talking very realistically, you know, swearing all the time, just taking the piss out of each other, digging at each other, you know, questioning each other. And I just thought, you know, you know, art aside, like this was a very, you know, you know, the di the dialogue was very realistic, and I just, I just loved it, and I, I was really into it. I was really enjoying what these characters were saying and how they were saying it, and yeah, I just, fe I felt a part of it. Yeah, I, I, it draws you in. Like there were so many things that actually, not only did you have the comedy from, yeah. you know, the from Pierre, no, Pearson. Yeah, Pearson. Yeah. You had the comedy Pierre, from him and yeah. his Pierre. <laughs> from Pearson you had the comedy from him but you also had the mystery from Gina you wanted to know why she took over yeah. this woman's identity you know why is she joining and joining this group why did she need to get there so desperately I thought that was really well done and then you had poor um the black cat or the broken mirror whatever they called him the poor yeah. bad luck charm he just desperately needed a win because he had just yeah. completely Palmiero? hit rock bottom it was Italian mostly Palmiero was yeah Palmiero yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you had Marco, who just wanted to prove himself because he's great at coming up with ideas. It's just the little details, and the each of them, yeah. yeah, and each of them brought something really unique to the group. And it was just, it was fun to read their dynamics because you put two together and they had a completely different dynamic than they did with yeah. someone else. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. just, I thought it was done so well. I agree with Scott as well. The kind of like the the dialogue between the characters was quite casual and fun. But also they're hasting, so it's serious enough. But you're right that the fact that they paired off Pearson and, and the what was his name again, Pal Palmiero, yeah, together and their own little side kind of quest, um, they mixed really well. Like their kind of back and forth was good. Well. Um, <laughs> and he finally stands up for himself right is right at the end, and then he gets yeah. shanked for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's something I actually quite like. That was quite clever. The fact that obviously Pearson, who's the babysitter. Who's stroke the hipster gangster hybrid? That he uh, <laughs> sees it's coming. He, he he shoots the guards. He thought there's no point making this harder than it needs to be. He'll shoot the guards, and then once Palmiero finished his part, don't need to do no more. I'll stab you. Godzilla takes you away. Done. And then obviously he doesn't kill um, Gina because he needs he needs safe correct. And then obviously he would do if. I can't remember the reason why he didn't kill her after she was finished. There was a reason for it. He was about to. He was yeah. about to kill her. Yeah. 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 Marco was like, no, Marco. don't kill me instead. And then, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. And then he got, yeah. and then he he got laughed at him. shafted by the tail. 
that's another thing I wasn't certain I liked. It was clear that Marco and Gina, or whatever her real name was, did we find out her real name? Michelle, was yeah. it? Yeah, yes. Michelle. Was it yeah. Michelle? That they, they also had this kind of potential romance blooming, yeah. but it was a bit too obvious as well and too quickly done. Like, obviously, like I mentioned earlier, like the tone of the movie, like if this was a movie, like it's just quite simple have a heist, man and woman, get together at the end, go away, all loved up. I, I think it looked fast, but um, as you're reading it, he, they do say that they had been in that position like four or five times before, waiting for the kaiju to come ashore. So mm. they had spent several days, weeks together in, in that in storage locker. Yeah, yeah, and and the, the I don't think it was like they weren't in love. I think there was just this spark between them. Maybe it was just physical mm. attraction, which is understandable. They're both pretty people. Apart from his chin, apart from, apart from his chin, <laughs> his he might like chin. pointy chins. It might have the right feel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, moving on. <laughs> I mean, like, the fact that these characters were all flawed was definitely a plus. I mean, we, we couldn't have had... You think of heist movies, something goes wrong. Something needs to go wrong for the movie, the TV show, whatever, to be interesting and to grip us, you know, the viewers, the readers, whatever. Um, yep. So so to add each of these characters having their major flaw and then, you know, the, the plot twists... You know, the fact that, you know, Gina isn't Gina and Pearson, you know, starts killing off the crew and, you know, for his reasons and stuff. It was, you know, it, yes, it was four issues, but I think like they they put everything essential for a, a heist kind of story without it feeling rushed or squashed in or anything like that. And I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, because the way they he develops his plan and explains the plan, the fact that he they've mm. been in the storage locker four or five times, like you didn't have loads of stuff you could put into that. So it wasn't really till the last or the second half of the the story, I suppose, mm. where he, the action happened and the heist happened, and then obviously all the things go wrong and stuff. And um, but I do like how Marco was quick to kind of think on his feet to change things and you're right things have to go wrong or else it'll just be a boring story like yeah you're like okay they, some art they, yeah. they, they did it great yeah so it's i don't know it's just again i think i misjudged the tone of the book before i started it and it did become yeah. silly still enjoyable i'm not saying it was a bad book it was still good but uh yeah i, I don't think i would have liked it for another two issues i think I, the four issues was grand four, yeah four was fine yeah because Connie says, um, I didn't mind the pacing of the story. I was worried it would be super complicated. Uh, sorry, super compact because it's only four issues, but it wasn't too bad. I agree with that. No, they didn't yeah. rush anything. Nothing felt like it was left open at the end. Like they managed to close everything that was opened. You know, um, he sends the money to the guard that got killed. That was his inside man and the other guards. He sends some money to Black Cat's mother. Gina gets, uh, sorry, Michelle gets her crew back and he gets all the money that he wanted and he gets everyone asking him to do another score. He gets everything he wants. And then it ends with a nice, we could come back if we want for a second volume yeah, at yeah. some point. Or yeah, we can just leave it here on a nice ending. Yeah, but it could, and I thought that was done really, really well. I loved it. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I did like the way I, that Marco, obviously, his main aim wasn't like the $16 million art. Obviously, it's nice, but he just wanted to rebuild his reputation. Hmm. I did like that. But the fact that he had, so he, what was it? He had a, uh, a few things went wrong. One of them was like a, like a armored truck, a money truck raid that went wrong. And yeah. there's just kind of two other things that are just quite simple. <laughs> and then he just jumps <laughs> from that to like, you know, this still art with a kaiju on top of us. Yeah. Like, why go to that extreme? Like, why, you know, do something else to build your reputation? He just went for the, the most extreme thing. And from zero to a hundred straight away. Yeah. I yeah. just love what went wrong on his previous jobs. You had, they were doing an underwater job, but he didn't calculate the weight for the, um, the man propelled. Silver, silver. Or, uh, yeah, silver from a submarine. And he didn't calculate the weight needed for a propeller. But they mm. had a human propelled motor, so yeah. they didn't get the money there. They jumped out of plane, they didn't, but it was a different time zone, so <laughs> they didn't have someone waiting for them on time. Like and one. then he was doing a he was a getaway driver, but he had the wrong radio 
So when he was telling them that cops were there, yeah, they weren't yeah, getting yeah. the message. Just super simple little things. Yeah, I thought that was such a nice little touch. Like he comes up with great plans, but he doesn't think of the small details, and it shows in this heist as well. I thought that, yeah, yeah. but really, it's just very lucky really that it all went well. You know, yeah, um, well, it has and it to. Was... It couldn't have gone any other way. It would have been a terrible story. Yeah, of course it would. But I think one of my favorite aspects of this, though, was. The fact that this called kaiju score there was kaijus in there but the, you know every story and movie and film you watch uh, sorry movie and but movie and tv show that you watch um with kaijus involved they are pretty much the main focus and this they were they weren't the main focus they were like the side character this you know they were just this accessory to the heist they were just part of the heist plan um and i thought that was very very clever of them to do that, you know, just add in a, add in two kaijus and just use them, uh, but don't focus on them that much, but, you know, use them in a way to kind of propel the story a little bit. Yeah, I love that they were just something that was so commonplace. Like when they do the weather on TV, they just have kaiju watch and yeah. they just go, yeah, yeah, we yeah. have a kaiju off. You know, it's okay because she's going straight past. We shouldn't have to worry about it. Like yeah. get your brollies out, you know, That's... like it was like, it's another thing too with, with the trade i don't know if, if it's the same in digital or single issues but at the back of the trade they have like these extras and it's like kind of like government or council kind of leaflets <laughs> of how to act yeah. like you'd expect yeah. in your workplace if like you're if, if there's a fire or something happens in your workplace yeah. like they have these kind of like leaflets but pamphlets to, to explain i really what enjoyed that yeah I quite like them. the thought put into that like it is it, it, it just makes like the kaiju like real commonplace like you're saying like really like they could happen any time and the fact that they have like different kind of um evacuation plans like if there was like a, a hundred kilometers out or something you, you you know it's like different zones and you don't have to leave yeah. your house but if it's closer by so many miles you have to be you have to leave and so on and even the fact that like the national guard have this to keep like a 15 kilometer radius or something around mm -hmm. the, the monster because they don't want to disturb but that's the that's, that's the big cause of yeah. like destruction is like fighting the kgs i suppose I quite like that. That was a good kind of thought put into that. Yeah. Did, did it say anywhere how long they were, how long they've dealt with kaijus? Like, how long has this been a thing? Because it seems like a very common thing. Like, like Phil's just said, like in this world, it's just this normal thing, you know, this now on the weather and people have plans for it. It's not just like the surprise thing. People understand, like, they even understood to the point that, like, they just sometimes like to go into cities to sunbathe yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and it's just those kind of little details and it makes me think like how long were these are these have these kaijus just been wandering around yeah. to, for them to have this many plans in place and for these for this team of heisters to not be freaked out by the fact that they're seeing these kaijus as well I know. It's great. It, it must have been going on forever. Um, Chris says the extras came at the end of each single issue, oh, which was better yeah. than uh, lumping them at the end. Uh, to be right. honest, they were his favourite part. They were great. Um, Andy's in from Perpetual, uh, from Perpetual hey, Comics. Thanks for joining, Andy. Um, they were really fun. They were like fun pamphlets. Um, I think they were spot on to, mm. to add to the world. Um the fact that, like Scott just said, how long has this been going on? The art gallery, because one thing that really bugged me, the art gallery had a plan in place for their most valuable art was basically to drop it into a hole and cover it with cement. That's, that's That sounds like a one and done, though, because how often can you do that? Because then you've got to dig it back up and set it all back up again. But they made it sound like they come to shore quite often and just walk yeah. through. So if every time a kaiju comes to shore, that gallery has to drop the safe into the floor, cover it with cement, and then how do you get it back out again? Because it was completely covered yeah. and it was dry. The yeah. cement was completely dry because they had to dig down. Yeah. I felt like that was a bit of a a bit of a flaw in the gallery's security system. Yeah. Yeah, but the fact that like um Marco, like we had this elaborate plan to dig down to, to crack the cement with explosions or whatever it was and then obviously get through the safe but the fact that they had to change you know there and then and just go through the top it seemed like a really thin layer of cement did they break through to get to the top of the safe yeah. i suppose like you're you're right it wasn't that secure you know if the kaiju had to fall on top of that 
and just smashed it all up. But I suppose the safe was waterproof, wasn't it? They did say it's waterproof, yeah, and it was Ed, yeah. Um, it's probably a secure safe. They're just obviously taking their chances, but I, I think I don't know. I think the whole idea of like you know the kaiju's being there as normal day life. I think it's a good change because normally with like a movie or, or or comic, it's like here's a kaiju, like we've never seen one before in our life. What do we do? Yeah. You know, and they're all like scrambling to work ahead to beat this thing. But that wasn't the story, like we're saying. It was a side part to the main story because this is just yeah. normal day life. I like that. Because Liam says they refer to them as natural disasters. Mm. So he assumes they've always dealt with them. And that would make sense for them to have such good plans in place. Because um, I don't think, apart from, I mean, one person gets eaten by the kaiju, but that's because he gets covered in chum. And another one gets hit with the tail, but no one else dies from kaiju. In, yeah, the, no. in the book, the yeah. rest are shot. Yeah, I love the way that he kind of blamed essentially at the start, he blamed climate change on the fact that there was two kaijus because it was there were so many mullet fish or something like that because yeah. of the because of the water stream was heated up too early or something silly like that. There, like it's like I love how they've done that and the fact that because there's so many mullet fish that there's more kaijus coming and that's yeah. why we have two. Yeah. Um, so now that you've, you know, now that we've all read this and we feel how we feel about the book, um, how do you feel about the fact that Sony has picked this up to turn it into a TV show? I thought it was a movie. I, it was a TV show. Pretty, I may be wrong, but I think I read TV show. But how would uh, you like to see it on the screen either way? I would like to see it exactly like this book. Like, yeah. you know, just keep it like do eight issues. Uh, sorry eight episodes like each issue can be two episodes don't add yeah. too much filler because you don't need to be adding drama yeah, and yeah. romance and all that malarkey into it to stretch it out keep it nice and tight like this and have it as a limited series don't don't carry on don't give us eight seasons of something for a four oh, issue no, book you know no. <laughs> a nice limited series eight episodes throw some money behind it i think yeah. they could do really well with it you know like you know and they and they do end this story in a way that it could go on, because Michelle was asking Marco if, she, if he would like to join her her, her plan, you know, her her, her heist. So, yeah. you know, so there is room for more, and and maybe maybe the fact that Sony has picked us up has gotten in the way of more being written at the moment, because this is called Volume One, you know. So, you know, this isn't just a standalone story. This isn't just a one-off. There may be more. Um, so, like, you know. I enjoyed it. Like if if they keep the dialogue the same, I'm happy. Yeah, if they cast the right people as well. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I don't know. Phil. I mean, like, like I said before, oh, you Paul Bart, <laughs> Mall Cop, and Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's the tone of this movie. And if they were going to make the movie that way, I would watch it. It would entertain. It'd be fine. Be fine. You say Paul Blart and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, it is going to be a movie, not yeah, a series. Yeah. yeah, so that would be much better then because then they won't have the time to add a filler. Yeah. So a nice, yeah. you know, a nice two-hour film. Perfect. Perfect, yeah. And um, But I was getting Army of the Dead vibes from this. You know, they go in to steal from a casino when there were zombies around. And this, they're going in to steal from an art gallery while there are kaiju around. So I was getting that sort of vibe from it. Not like Paul Blart, but... I do see the they, nine one one stuff now. You've mentioned, it. yeah. For Army of the Dead, like it's obviously a more darker tone. There's a lot more gore and stuff in that movie and whatever. And but even that's it's not a serious zombie movie, I suppose. So like you know, it doesn't have to be a serious kaiju movie at the end of the day. I mean, we've we've had serious movies and they've never really hit the mark. Um, so a bit of comedy, a bit of a bit of silliness might might work for it, I suppose. Yeah, like imagine Kong versus Godzilla, and while that's happening, people are robbing from an art museum. It would just be that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just make that. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, fine. Simple. <laughs> <laughs> Chris says um, Pacific Rim heisting. I mean, that sounds like a porno. I was going to say the same thing. Right? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Connie says she feels a bit meh about it being on screen. I'd maybe watch it, but I don't see it being a favourite. That might depend on who's cast, I suppose, as well. If you like the actors, then you'll definitely watch it. Some people go mad for anything kaiju as well. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? That is, you know, that is a thing. That's a selling point in itself. Um, Sorry, Andy says this was an incredibly boring run of comics. Take Kaiju out of the book and it's a bit crap. Ooh, he's well, on yeah, because then it'll just be called Score. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Like, like it, it would just it would just be a normal heist where a few guards are dead and they get a save. Like, you know, they had to add this fun, yeah. you know, unique element into it to make it the story it is. Um, they, they've done this before. There was one about a hurricane. They did a movie about a heist during a hurricane. Um, I can't remember what it was called. It's probably called like Hurricane Heist or something like that. It's probably a really unoriginal yeah, name. That actually sounds familiar, Hurricane Heist. But that was like really <laughs> fun to watch. And then they did the one, was it um, Hard Rain with Christian Slater? where they're oh, robbing that, the That place. was good, Morgan Freeman. That was good. See? So they do do these heist movies with an, a disaster happening. So you yeah. can make it work if you just get the right people. There is a film called The Hurricane Heist. That's Ooh. the one then. The it's really one. fun to watch. Really fun. That's five point one out of ten. But this is the thing about the. Did it blow you away? Movie, oh my goodness! <laughs> oh god! Remember we used to know Scott. Dad jokes like from uh... Scott Shelf. <laughs> but I think this, if this went to the cinema, it'd be a flop. If this is a movie, I think I think it's something like maybe straight to Netflix, straight to Netflix. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Something like that, and it'll be top ten. It'll trend, I'm sure, in the UK or whatever, and people will watch it. But then once it's watched. It'll just kind of be forgotten about. Just a bit like this book. I think. Uh, yeah. I, like I say, I will keep an eye out. If a volume two comes out, I'm definitely going to read it. Um, yeah. I think I really, really had fun with this. So we're all on different levels of enjoyment from this book, which is good because that's the whole point of the book club. 100%. If we all liked it and we all had the same opinions, it'd be boring because we'd just be echoing each other's thoughts. So this we would be like Kaiju score without the Kaiju. <laughs> boring and agreeing with everyone yeah yeah really boring and a bit crap <laughs> that'll go on volume two andy just to put it on the back of the book <laughs> volume one bit boring and a bit crap yeah so um i think we've said everything we care to say about it so shall we jump into scores yes and final thoughts so in the chat if you've read the book please give us your score um let us know what you thought Give us your score and we will add it to the herd score and we will get an average yeah. and see. Um, I doubt it, but we'll see if I get to not fill off the top spot with my pick. <laughs> I'm I'm on the score, so don't worry about that. Awesome. So, Phil, final thoughts and scores from you, please. Uh, I, I have two scores down, written down, okay? And I was waiting for this conversation to see if... I could be convinced to raise it. And I haven't, unfortunately. <laughs> um, uh, it was fine. It was good. It was fun, cover to cover. It was. It provided entertainment. Um, it did what it said in the tin. Kaiju, score being a heist. Fun, good. Um, I think it, it didn't hit on a lot of points. I didn't really like the relationship between Marco and Michelle in terms of it just it seemed very quick and stuff. I understand like four issues, whatever. Um, uh, there was a few things that we bit dumb, like talking to the kaiju. Like, you know, here, remember we took a selfie last week? You remember me? You know, sort of walk this way for me instead. Like, it's a wee bit, wee bit strange. Um, but again, I had fun. Art was odd at times. Um, uh, I'm seeing a comment there from Chris who who's, says I, that he thinks I'm going to give it a five. It's not a five. It's actually a six, uh, which six. I've written down. And uh, me and Connie, funny enough, I've agreed the whole way through this show is he's got a six too. So excellent. Um, what was the other score that you were teetering on? <laughs> six point five. And I've oh, written... no, if... six <laughs> point six point five. If convinced, so no half a point. If convinced, so you weren't convinced. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. The six. Fair enough. No, that's your score. If that's what you felt, fair enough. Scott, what did you think? This was a fun read, um, you know, but it's not the most mind-blowing, action-packed or emotional kind of thing. It is just a, a good, fun read that um, I probably will only read the once. You know, I'm happy I've picked up the book. You know, I, I'd much rather reading it physically than digitally anyway. As I'm, I, like, I'm happy to have it in my collection, but I'm not that asked. <laughs> um, you know, it was it was fun. You know, I liked 
Um, I liked the twists in there. I liked how engageable, engageable, engaging um, the dialogue was and some of the characters. Um, I did enjoy that. I liked the dialogue I said earlier. It felt very realistic for me, like normal people in our world would talk. And I really enjoyed that that part of it. Um, yeah, using kaijus as a side thing was cool as well. And, you know, it it was like you expect from any sort of heist thing. Something went wrong and they redeemed themselves. So the only unique thing about this was the fact that they added kaijus. Everything else was just heist. Um, so, but I, I did enjoy it more than Phil. Um, mm. And uh, I was convinced. So I am <laughs> going to give it a 6.5. <laughs> 6.5. Um, let's just see what some scores before I tell you mine. Andy, straight in there with a three. A solid three, though. Not God, a soft three. Really so. <laughs> Connie with a six, Chris with a five, and Liam with a six point five. So also not high scoring. Yeah. Sorry, did I miss someone? Uh yeah, sorry, Blue Sonic with a six as well. I uh, oh, found yeah, this a Blue fun Sonic. one. Dunst <laughs> one and done story that, that is yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't amazing. I'll give it a six. That's fair enough. That's absolutely fair. But for me, I absolutely love this. Um, I didn't. I wasn't too sure at first because the art style for me at the very beginning put me off a little bit because it mm. wasn't what I'm used to. I found it a little bit manga-esque and I'm not really into that. Like the sharp lines, like Phil was saying, right angles and all that. I'm not too into that. But as it went on, <laughs> as it went on, I just I fell in love with the art. I fell in love with the characters and the, just everything about it. I loved all of the characters, individual perks and their pluses and their minuses, everything about them. I enjoyed the story, the heist, the kaiju. I had so much fun reading this. When it was over, I was actually disappointed that I didn't have any more to read. Oh. Um, yeah, it wasn't easy to find like a standout page, but I don't think that book's about this. This is just about entertaining you for four issues. And it did. I was thoroughly entertained. I, from start to finish, I was happy. I was laughing at all the jokes, you know, when they were slagging each other off. That was hilarious. They, they, that's what I would say to people who would, if I was having a back and forth with them. I thought it was great. Um, I, it's not the best book I've ever read. Obviously, it's not a ten. I'm not. I'm not that. <laughs> it was worried. Nine point five. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I, but when I, I score it on the fact that I had so much fun reading this book. I don't regret reading it. I'm so glad I picked it up. I'm so glad I stopped because I put I bought I bought the first issue when it came out and I read the first issue and I stopped straight mm -hmm. away because I was like, I want to read this for the herd. I want to hear what everyone has to say about it. I'm so glad I did that because then I got to read it in one go. I didn't have to do monthly. Yeah. And I really, really enjoyed this. And I really hope they do a volume two. And I'm obviously going to watch a TV show or movie, whichever it is. But for me, this is an eight because I when I put this down, I was gutted I didn't have any more to read. So wow. this is an eight. Okay. An eight. Yeah. Cool, cool, yep. cool, 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 I'll take that. <laughs> Good. You got no choice. <laughs> so let's take a look at where this comes on the leaderboard. Yes. What a shock. <laughs> at the moment, That's... it is in last place. It's, but... No, it's fourth. Fourth is good. Fourth is good. Fourth place. Fourth place sounds good. Sounds better than last. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, it, it is last, but it's better than fourth. So it's in top, the top 10. 10. Yeah, in six weeks' time, you're top 10 for six weeks. <laughs> no, I'm I just uh, no, I, I, I see where you're all coming from. I understand like the gripes and I understand things that people liked and didn't like. I do, but for me, I just had so much fun reading it. This was right up my alley. This, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, I do think it was fun. fun I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not denying it was fun and it was enjoyable. It's just again, I was, I was maybe thinking too much at the start of what I wanted to get from it. I don't usually do, but I did this time around. Hmm. Fair. We have um, Stormcore Collectibles jumping in right at the end. Ooh, Pete, guys. What the hell? Hey, Alice, thanks for joining, <laughs> thanks for joining. a little bit late. Yeah. I think Andy was asking if I was reading the same book. <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> 
I was reading it with a different mindset. I must have been in a really good mood when I read it. So um, that was my pick for this week. It was, once again, Kaiju Score from um, Aftershock Comics. Next week, whose pick is it next week? It's me. You want to tell them what we're reading next week, Scott? Yes, sir. Next week, we are reading The Kill Lock. This is a standalone story about, uh, well, what I understand, it, it's about four robots that are kind of held prisoner on this planet and they're linked together. And the premise is, if one dies, they all die. Ooh. And that's the only reason I picked this, because that sounded interesting. Some sort of... It does. Yeah. Robot. There's a film from the early kind of 90s where um, prisoners have a necklace on and if they nice. get too far apart, their heads explode. Mm. I think it's Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert's okay. in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's called Deathlock or Kill Lock or yeah. something. Yeah. I'm so, yeah. So, so, this that. isn't an original idea. <laughs> <laughs> they oh, added great. robots. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. It's a Kaiju. That's not a Kaiju. Who's the publisher for that, Scott? Um, that's a weird one. Know. It's a new, new ideas no. or something. It's called. I think it's I, no. I think it's IDW. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Does it? Uh, yeah, it's it I, IDW. There we go. Oh, wrong one. IDW. It's IDW. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Just take a note of that. If anyone wants to read along next week with Kill Lock, pick it up. Yes. How many issues is it? Uh, six. Lovely. Six, six issues. Together. Get that. Yeah. Beat. Oh. Yeah, get that. Um, and if and if anyone has uh, you know been mildly interested in this story and do want to pick this up, but don't forget the Amazon link is in the description, as well as the Amazon link for next week's video uh, will is in the description for that video. So just go there, click that. Any money we raise from that will go back to you. Awesome. Nice. So that's it. We should uh, go around and see what we've got coming up. I mean, I should probably just skip him because he'll promise something and never give it to us, won't he? But well, I'll ask promise. him anyway because I'm super polite. The boy who cried <laughs> video. I I deleted Premiere Pro from my system a couple weeks ago. It's still deleted. So when I install it, I'll think about making a video of some sort. Um, how I reinstalled nice. Premiere Pro. Yeah, that's when the <laughs> video of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Scott, what do you have coming up? Uh, the auction. We've got the auction this weekend uh, on Sunday at 7pm. We are going to be supporting... Saturday? No, Sunday's changed. Oh, you've moved it? Sunday. Okay, yeah, sorry. It's going to be on Sunday at 7pm uh, in support of Ret UK which is a charity that Phil asked to be put into the mix and we the wheel landed on it and that's what we would be supporting. Um, so coming over, we've got, uh, obviously we've got comics, we've got trades. Uh, we might have a Funko Pop or two or three. Uh, we've got um, some other sort of, yeah, we, it's not just comics. Um, we've, we, we're starting to amass some other things as well. So it's really cool. So come on down um, and just see if there's anything you like and just support the charity. Can't wait to see you. Awesome. So that's Sunday at 7 over on Scott's yes. channel, Scott's Shelf. Just type yeah. in Scott's Shelf into YouTube. You'll find Scott's lovely face. Click on it, hit that bell, and come and join the auction. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I might have to dip out, though. I'll have to. I'll only be able to watch the beginning because I'll be driving it's fine. It's fine. towards no the end. I'm gutted because like, you did say Saturday, <laughs> and I was like, yes, it's, it's a Saturday. Mm. I'm <laughs> sharpening up my sniping skills. Ooh, I, I love it. I'd cleaning your something. scope. Yeah. <laughs> so Alistair from Stormcore, I'm gonna, everything he bids on, I'm going to jump in the last second. Watch oh, I know, I know he loves it. <laughs> You've got the entertainment from that in the chat. If you come along as well, just watch those yeah. two sniping each other. It's great fun. Yeah. Um, for me, Dawn of Comics Quiz Night 13 is is up on my channel. Dawn of Comics and the viewer competition is still live. If you watch the quiz throughout the quiz a pulk word smash pops up um answer it send the answer to me on instagram and you'll be put in the draw to win a prize so that's still live for another two weeks so that's good so you can check it out enter and win a comic and a certificate so that's me so i think that <laughs> i think that's everything i think we've gone round. i think we've told everyone what we're reading next week yes sir i think there's one thing left to do um, I think karaoke? you have to get. Oh. <laughs> we could do karaoke. 
we could do karaoke. <laughs> I could. I, I'd watch. You'd, no one wants to hear me sing. Trust me. I do a mean meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to hear that now. So there's your next video idea. It's just you doing <laughs> meatloaf. Now I just really want to eat meatloaf. But yeah, okay. <laughs> so yes. Thank you all for joining. Um, we will see you next week at the same time with the Kill Lock. So everybody, in unison, get your waves out. Oh, do this on his head. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Goodbye. See you next week. Uh. <laughs> uh. Hurry up. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> <laughs>